Hi everybody, this is Lee Douglas. Welcome to the Electric Light Orchestra Special. This is a very special night because I get a chance to talk to Eric Troyer. Eric is a member of the orchestra, which consists of former members of ELO and ELO2. They have been touring the world for the past 15 years, and we're going to talk about a very special appearance in Orlando on Sunday, August the 28th. Well, all right. Uh, I have to tell you, now we're going to depart from what we normally do. I do want to mention the fact that on the 28th of August, that's a Sunday at the Plaza Theater Live here in Orlando, we're going to um, have a great concert featuring the orchestra. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with the orchestra, the orchestra contains former members of the ELO2 and the Electric Light Orchestra. And we have uh, been blessed to have a chance to give away some free tickets, and we are going to give away a pair right before the show, and that will be 7 p.m. on August the 28th, and as I said, it is a Sunday. And uh, in just a very short time, we hope to have a member of the orchestra online. So, Eric, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? All right. Well, let let me uh, set the set the stage. I've just been talking about the, your concert coming to Orlando, the Plaza Live Theater, uh, August 28th. That's a Sunday at 7 p.m. And yes. you know, interesting thing about my show is that we go all the way from the 1950s right through the middle of the 1970s, right at the beginning of the Electric Light Orchestra. Now, if you can, uh, give us a, a background of how it evolved from the Electric Light Orchestra to ELO2 to the orchestra. Well, um, the, uh, the guys in Electric Light Orchestra, the first version, um, and mainly, and obviously he was the ringleader, um, you know they had a had a hugely successful run. Um, obviously, a very talented writer producer uh, coming out of the Beatle era. Um, you know, really picking up where the Beatles left off, and you know had a great run. He then Jeff didn't want to tour anymore. He, Jeff's more of a studio guy. 
uh, for the most part. And he didn't want to tour anymore. And Bev Bevan wanted to continue the band um, with, you know, he wanted to keep playing live because he really enjoyed playing live. So he wanted to start an ELO Part 2. They worked out an agreement. I joined the band in 88. And um, we made a bunch of records. We toured all over the world. I had a lot of successful shows with orchestras and um, just, you know, had had some great success. Then in 2000, I think it was, Bev decided he wanted to retire. And so we wanted to carry on. So we carried on as, well, we, we kept shedding members, uh, a couple other members in Yellow Part 2, um, went on to do other things. And then in uh, 2000, like I said, the orchestra was formed out of ELO Part 2, and we had three of the original ELO members, Kelly Grocutt, Mick Kaminsky, and Lewis Clark. And um, in 2008, Kelly died suddenly, and we've carried on with two of the original members, Mick Kaminsky and Lou Clark, and we're continuing to make great music and uh, play the songs that are the soundtrack to a lot of people's lives and uh, we really enjoy the crowds and everything we play epcot every year we have a great time really? in florida yes you know it's it. funny because I, I am at epcot all the time <laughs> well are you during the uh the flowering garden or the wine and cheese or the food and wine now i guess it is uh, well we play I, we've played both but we're right now we're kind of in the spring area we'll probably will play in I think last or this year we played in March. Uh, I can't remember exactly. It was like March, early March, and we'll probably do that again right about the beginning of the of that run that goes on. Oh. That's a is that the flower? That's the um, flower flower and right? garden. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, flower and garden. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you we, know, we're I, there. I, Very successful. Well, that's run. great. Yeah. You know, I've had this conversation with two other people who uh, also uh, played a lot of the Epcot shows by the name of Flo and Eddie. They were part of the Turtles. And oh, of course, they, I know them well. I worked with them. <laughs> yeah, they're and, awesome guys. Yeah, and I interviewed Mark, and I tried to get Mark to explain to me why they had to use Flo and Eddie, and he went into the most insane 20-minute uh, <laughs> story of how the Turtles can't, didn't have the rights to their own name. It's a shame that throughout the history of our music, Everybody yeah. sues everybody about something, and I, it's, it's just crazy how much that goes on. Creedence Clearwater <laughs> visited, you know. I mean, there's just there's right. a ton of them like that. Yep, absolutely. I know. I, I'm yeah. sitting across a, a, a couple of years ago from a lady by the name of Arlene Smith, and that woman had the greatest voice going. She was part of the Chantels. You can't sing maybe without having Arlene Smith, and yet. The Chantels tour without her, and she tours without them. It's insane. It's and it's been a a a, a bane and ex, of my existence, yeah. uh, especially when I have to do things. Uh, I was just with John John Bowser Bauman back in December, and I know he had a a lot to do with uh, legislation that if you weren't if you didn't have any members of an original group, you couldn't call them the original group. It's it's really yeah. insane. And it's a shame for yeah. for the fans all over the world. A lot of those early bands, like the, um, oh, I'm trying to think of it. There was, um, oh, like some of those early um, black groups. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like, there's two or three versions out there. I mean, some, mm-hmm. I don't even know, some lawyer owned the name in New York, and they just 
put together a bunch of guys and send them out, you know. And oh, sure. Yeah. It's a shame. But, um, yeah, I mean, we, we've got a couple guys, and, you know, like I said, I've been doing it since 88. So, um, you know, we, we're just really happy to be continuing the, the, the whole thing. We love playing sounds, with people. Yeah. People enjoy yeah. it. And, and I hear that uh, Mike Kaminsky is uh, kind of an insane <laughs> person on the violin I'm, i can't wait to see him again uh yeah like he, he is he's toned down a little bit he used to he used to be into like jumping around from people jumping on people uh you know uh, people's <laughs> shoulders and things like that but uh mick has settled down a little bit but he's still the wild yorkshireman that he always was well i have to tell you now i'm i'm looking at your stats here i'm looking at your bio and I don't know, I I don't know if, how you feel, but my God, you worked with John Lennon, Billy Joel, Bonnie Tyler, Aerosmith. You've been around, my friend. Yes, I have. <laughs> I guess that's a sign of being a, a you know an old guy because I I've been around a lot. I know, I know but, the um, feeling. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I worked with a lot of people, and uh, you had a really great. Uh, career as a singer and session person in uh, New York City, but yeah, it was a real treat. Obviously, you know, gr- growing up, growing up with the Beatles, uh, to work with John Lennon on uh, Double Fantasy. I sang on song Woman, and um, I did a lot of vocals on that track, and that was just you know probably the high point of my musical career to be able to work with him. That was awesome. Well, and, and you, so you play guitar and keyboard, is that right? Which is your your main instrument. Yeah, keyboard's the main instrument. Uh, instrument. Um, guitar, just I play on a couple songs. I just play some rhythm guitar. But, uh, yeah, mainly keyboards. Now, I, now this is, you got to remember that I'm, I'm thinking from, from my standpoint of 30-some-odd years ago, uh, is, the, is this particular show, is it filled with the old lights and, and uh, special effects, or how does it? How does it differ from the original groups? Well, it's not so much uh, the lights that we are so proud of. We're, we're just really proud of the music and presentation. Mm-hmm. We really we really work hard at recreating the vocals, and all the vocals are sung. And you know, we we don't uh, you know we don't sing to track or anything like that. So um, we're really proud of the fact that you know all the singing is you know it's us it's us singing <laughs> and uh, so yeah that's that's what we take our pride in there's there's a great light show but for the most part it's just you know straight ahead rock mm-hmm. and roll now now you you guys have been around forever and i mean you know this is interesting i don't know if you've ever played the plaza theater before but it is i don't think there's a bad seat in the house it is oh, uh, it's a small i guess it's about 2000 seats i guess it's a small venue uh, by comparison to some places that ELO and ELO2 have played in. And I know mm-hmm. you've played all over the world. I mean, isn't it amazing? Now, here in in the United States, um, I would say if I were to go up to 25 people, I could mention any name other than Elvis and the Beatles, and you would not be remembered. I mean, I remember... At Epcot, I said I said to some people that were my age, I'm going over to see Tony Orlando, and they said, "Who?" <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. so it, it's a shame that the that the people in Europe seem to hold uh, our artists that have been in the past fifty, sixty, seventies 
with great reverence compared to our own country. What do you think? That's very true. That's absolutely very true. There's a, they're different. Um, they listen. They just listen a little deeper, I think. And they, you know, there is a fascination with American music um, that they have, which you know Americans don't seem to have. Americans are quick, like, well, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? I know. I know. And uh, yeah. the the um, but we do find that there's a lot of young fans that have come around and they really enjoy the music from the 70s, the 60s, and 70s. Uh, because it's the quality is there, and there's, there's the qualities there that are missing from current, you know, contemporary music. Amen. Um, you've, got, you've got a bunch of guys that are playing their ass off. You've got, you know, instead of having everything pro-tooled and, you know, finely tweaked to perfection, which, you know, can take the heart and soul out of music, but you've got, you know, so you've got these guys just playing their butts off, and, uh, you know, that's, that says something, and even you know, even kids nowadays recognize that. Yeah. Well, I think the whole the whole problem is that um, even from fifties and sixties and seventies, that you you would take, I don't know, twenty, thirty takes, then listen to them all and decide which you like be- best. And today, right. one take, and you leave it to the engineer to do something with it. Yeah. There's a great. There's a there's an engineer's joke. Um, what does a Pro Tools engineer say to the singer? Okay, what? It it sucks. Come on in. <laughs> you got it. I mean, I, that that does make a heck of a lot of sense. And uh, I'll tell you the truth, I, Eric. I am looking forward to seeing you and uh, let's see, Lou Clark, uh, Parthenon Huxley. That's an interesting name. Yep. Uh, yeah, Gordon Townsend and Glenn Burtnick, and. Yep. Who does who does that female voice <laughs> that we're used to hearing? Well, there's there. It's just all us guys. There's no female singer. Yeah, I know. Well, I remember, the, if you remember I that, the high this, part. <laughs> well, that well, is going to be interesting of, to see. Yeah, there's a bunch of uh, female parts. Uh, Evil Woman's got a, a part in it, and I don't know whether you know the song Rock Aria, but there's this whole beginning of like an yes. opera singer. That, yes, that's probably yeah. thinking of. And, and yeah, you know I what? Do that. I do that one. Okay, well that's interesting, and I'll t- and I'll tell you why. And this is gonna I'm gonna not take up too much more of your time. Uh, Evil Woman was like my 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 gag song because I every time I had on my cell phone I was a teacher before I became a disc jockey this time around, and mm-hmm. uh, I would have on my cell phone programmed in Evil Woman every time she called, uh-huh. and and my and all the kids knew it. So just this particular time, the principal walks in, and everybody screams out, that's his wife on the phone. Embarrassing oh, no. Academy. But uh, that's... You should have and, and, <laughs> switched it to sweet-talking woman. I can't do that. It's no fun. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, the, there's a difference. There's a 20-year difference between myself and my wife, and we meet right at Evil Woman and ELO. So that's why oh, it's wow. very special. So my wife and I are going to be there, and uh, we're going to be listening, and we're going to have two guests that we are getting some, getting a giveaway of two tickets to four, and we are very much going to be interested to hear you guys and really appreciate the kind of music that you're bringing back to Orlando, and we really appreciate it. And thank you so much, Eric, for your time, and we'll see you in Orlando on August the 28th. 
Oh, that's awesome, man. Well, I'm glad you're coming, and definitely come and say hi, all right? Come and find me. We right? sure will. I, I really appreciate it, and we'll see you soon. Okay, great. Good Thanks luck. a lot. All Take right. Care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And by the way, they will also be on August the 27th in Jacksonville at the Floridian Theater. So if you have a that's chance right. and you're up in Jacksonville, see them there as well. With a full orchestra. With a full, We don't get the full orchestra. No, I'm sorry. Oh. We wanted to, but it didn't work out. <laughs> I know. It's a smaller smaller place than I know, but uh, that's yeah. going to be good because we are interested in the orchestra. That's right. All Thanks right. again, Eric. Thank Eric, you. Take care. Bye-bye. Eric Choyer of the orchestra.
Here is one of my favorite live performances, Great Balls of Fire. Quite impressive for the 1970s, the Electric Light Orchestra. Here's one of my favorites. It's called Turn to Stone.
All right, let's finish up what we started with Rollover Beethoven to close this little special show out. I hope you'll all get a chance to see ELO, uh, the, excuse me, the orchestra as they come, if they come to your town. I know the day after they are in Orlando, they're going to be back in Spain. So they really do travel the world. All right, for everybody here at Old Time Rock and Roll, this is Lee Douglas. Let's continue and finish with Rollover Beethoven. That is a wrap. Good night, everybody.
feeling like it. Look at your lover and a beeline, rock it. Running off 